Welcome to Girl, Water Your Grass. We talk about all the things to better yourself, your family, your career, your dreams, your goals, and your life, and how God's dreams over us are so much bigger than our own. We are just two girlfriends who grew up in the bluegrass state of Kentucky with five brothers each and have reunited to take our dreams to the next level. Now we're inviting you to get out of your own way, girlfriend, and come on this ride because on this journey of a lifetime, we never arrive. Well, hello everybody. Hello. I'm so glad to see you on here today, my beautiful sister. You too. So we have been looking forward to doing this. This is an idea that, gosh, I don't even know how we first started talking about it. I do. I do know how we started talking about it. Um, First of all, let's introduce ourselves. I'm Mary Catherine Wathen. A lot of people call me MK and I am a Kentucky girl born and bred live in Western Kentucky in a small town, Owensboro, and lived in Lexington for almost 10 years, but came back here as I'm married to the love of my life, the amazing and most humble person I've ever met, Will Wathen, and we have six children together. So um, that's just a little bit about me. I have been in the corporate world and it was very good to me. And then I have owned my own business for 10 years and loved that. But the Lord was really calling me out of a career and into a calling, which Maria brought that to me and it's been the biggest gift. And I just know it's where the Lord wants me. It really has been such a gift to me and to so many women. I hope, I hope that they're feeling blessed and, and I'm confident that they are. Is blessed by you. So I really, I sold that business in a matter of three days. Um, and that is a divine thing. So I think so many times in life when we know we're called to do something, we ask the how, and that how actually paralyzes us from ever taking the first step. So Drop the how, girlfriend. Right, drop the how. And so here we are. And it has been really a fulfillment of that the Lord's dreams over us really are bigger than our own. And that's sort of where this started. So introduce yourself, and then I can tell the story of how this came about. Perfect. So my name is Maria, Maria Spears, and I live in Wilmington, North Carolina, live near the ocean, which is just amazing. And I moved here from Nashville, Tennessee. I was living there with a couple of my dear, dear friends, uh, who I also would consider just my sisters. And we had, um, gosh, background is in health and fitness and nutrition and really a lot of health coaching. And I've been an entrepreneur for the last, uh, pretty much the majority of my life. I've never been a nine to five girl. (laughs) Uh, I'm a musician. I played in a lot of different bands and traveled all over the world. I have um, also had my own business in the health and wellness industry for a long time and uh, started a band and women's ministry six, seven years ago called his own. And the goal was to really help to encourage, inspire, um, and remind women of their worth and their dignity, you know, that God has a plan for their life and, uh, did that. And then had always felt that 
that there was more that I had always wanted to work with, uh, with, with people and with, particularly with women, um, to become more whole, to live from a place of wholeness, you know, work in the health field. I loved it, but a lot of times we're mainly focusing on the body, um, in ministry. I loved it, but again, we were mainly focusing on just the spirit. And one of the things that I've definitely learned over the years is that we have got to look at the whole person. And we've got to give people the tools to live physically, spiritually, emotionally, mentally, just all the different ways uh, to be able to thrive in those different arenas. And so now doing what I do with coaching, it's seriously the most amazing work I've ever done in my life. (laughs) And all this has really reconnected us, which has been biggest gift ever. And that's a little bit about me. It is. And we'll, we'll get more into that throughout the podcast about how God made us body, mind, and soul. And I think so many times we're growing one dimensionally. And if we're really think that we're at it, we might be growing two dimensionally, but it's such a challenge to continue to grow three dimensionally. And that's, we're going to talk about all things. And so we just want you all to kind of get to know us a little bit as we launch this. Um, This sort of came about, I guess I'll remember back in the spring, COVID happens. And of course the world shut down and went crazy and everything was changing. We were hearing so many friends like get divorced, have so much trouble, just lose their minds, go crazy. And I remember talking to you and, um, we were talking about how people just weren't in pouring into what, what they have, like so-and-so's having so much trouble. And we just want goodness and wholeness and a happy, joyful, what we really want for women is peace, joy, and freedom. Right. And we feel like we're just in this bubble of that. We can't get out. And I remember saying to you jokingly, like girlfriend needs to focus on herself. Girl needs to water her grass. (laughs) And I said, Maria, that's it. That's our podcast. Girl, water your grass. (laughs) So that's sort of where this was born is we do, we need to focus on watering our own grass instead of the grass is always greener on the other side. And as we intentionally begin to focus on ourselves, it takes our criticism of other people away because we become so aware of how imperfect we are mm-hmm. and striving to become better on ourselves, also, I think helps us to see the good in other women yeah. um, and other people in general, mm-hmm. but really focusing on where you have and having gratitude. I think gratitude is the one thing that changes everything. Oh my goodness. The gratitude. It's amazing how that shifts your brain and shifts the way that you feel about everything. And it's true. Like a lot of times, people, when people are getting very dissatisfied in life, you know, whether it is with their significant other, whether it is with, with their children or work or a different stuff, a lot of times it's because we're looking around, you know, when we're, we're doing comparison, we're in this comparison competition mode, when if we would actually throw ourselves into what is in front of us now and today and look at the beauty of it and the things there are to be grateful and it would shift everything. It really does. And just focusing on be where your feet are. That's one of my favorite scripts is, Mm -hmm. you know, so many times as humans, we're living in the past or or a little bit of it, maybe, maybe focused on the future and we need to be where our feet are. Obviously we need to think about the future and where we want to go and have goals and dreams, but we can't be stuck in the past and not appreciate where we are as well. So just be where your feet are. I think would be one of the big things I've taken. I love that idea of just really being present, you know, being present to the present moment and, there's so much going on. We hear a lot about mindfulness and, and I think really underlying that is a recognition for people that, you know, if I'm living so far ahead, if I'm living so far in the past that I miss the beauty of the present most moment. 
And there is a grace and a beauty and a joy in the present moment if we actually learn how to dive into that. And that's some of the things what we're going to get to dive into in this podcast is, you know, how do we even be present, very practically speaking? Because sometimes we hear these great things like, oh, that sounds so nice, but I have this and this and this going on. It's I can't be present. And that goes back to the how, right? We ask the how. Right. Which then that paralyzes us from taking the first step. So we're going to talk about all those things. I feel like we bring such a great dynamic here as a mother of six children. And as a single woman, we can really hit the heart of where most of you all will hope, hopefully are in your life. Yeah. And there's no perfect life without struggles, but every life is beautiful when we water our grass and yeah. see to be where we are and focus on gratitude mm-hmm. and what we have. Yes. There's going to be so many just so many things we're going to explore and walk with you, with you guys through and stories that we'll get to share. And oh my gosh, I'm already thinking of like so many amazing things. Like I just, we could talk for like seven hours right now. I'm already thinking about that that because we get on the phone, we just talk and we're like, you know, we just need to put a microphone in front of us and just start capturing some of that. Cause sometimes we'll have a conversation and go, wow, there, there was so much in that. And then we ourselves will be pondering that (laughs) for a day. you know, every woman wants to be pretty. Every woman wants to be smart and everyone wants to be funny. And we always say like, we're, we're pretty smart and funny. Like people need to hear this, right? So <laughs> it's, do you know where that joke actually came from? Did I ever tell you that? Oh, where did that come from? This is a funny story to start you all out with my dear friend, Rachel. And I don't think she would mind me sharing back in our days when we were working in corporate America, we were at some meeting where we had to write three descriptive um, adjectives about ourselves on a little table tent in this room with like a hundred people. And we were like making fun of it. I mean, of course, mom was like hardworking, um, loyal and honest. And my girlfriend, Rachel wrote pretty smart and funny. And it was <laughs> lovely. And you know, Rachel, she's just hilarious. She's she is, one of she's all of those things. <laughs> people. I mean, she is so pretty and so smart and so funny. And so it was very true, but out of all hundred people in the room, they picked her to stand up and share her table tent. <laughs> so she looks back and she's dying laughing. And she's like, I'm pretty smart and funny. I'm like, heck yeah, you are. You are pretty smart and funny. You own that. So that is really where it came from. But I'm like, it's so true. Like we complicate it so much and we focus so much on what others want us to see as honest and loving, but we can't be what we don't feel about ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so just keeping it simple, like we are pretty smart and funny and we are here to tell you all the things about <laughs> how you are made pretty smart and funny as well. So let's pivot for a minute and just talk to really about how we got reunited. You want to, you want to take it? Yeah. So I had been traveling. I had been out of the country. I was in Panama and I, I get back from Panama and I had been traveling the entire month. So I, I was exhausted and I get home and I have this voicemail from MK and I had not talked to MK and forever. I mean, we had ran into each other. Yeah. We ran into each other. I think the previous six months before in September. Yeah. September, October, we had run into each other and kind of reconnected. And that that had been a super long time since we had, but it had really been years since we had actually um, hung out or spent time together or had a long phone conversation. And I had this voicemail from her and I was like, well, that's super random. And so I checked the voicemail. She's like, Maria, it's MK you need to call me back. And I was like, I am exhausted. I'll call her back eventually. Like right now I just need some downtime. The introvert in me was saying, let me take a little time out. And, um, and then a couple of days later, she calls me back in. She's like, no, like you need to call me back. It's about, 
I read a lot. The Lord told me that it was the Holy Spirit. And and I could say no to myself, but I'm like, mm, this is big, big stuff here. I've got to call her. The Holy Let's Spirit is laying this on my heart, right? Yeah. So she, so I was like, okay, I need to just go ahead and call her. So I, so I call her back and she, and she's, she's super excited. She says, Maria, I've got to tell you the story. You need to meet this guy. So that's I was out for a run. I was yeah. out for a jog and had this like overwhelming premonition that I was supposed to introduce you to a very dear guy friend of mine. And so of course I'm really good at hearing the Holy spirit, but I don't always hear it for the, I think that I know what he wants. And he usually says, no, no, that was your agenda, not mine. <laughs> and so anyway, that's why I was all excited. But, um, from there, go ahead. So, um, so we met and he was great. Um, but throughout this, this process, it kind of put us back in, in touch again. Right. So he, he and I, we dated for a little while and eventually, um, just discern that we weren't for each other, that you're great. I'm great. We just don't fit the way that you need to fit. If you're going to marry, marry someone. But what was so beautiful about it was it ended up just really refostering this deep friendship and sisterhood between us. Uh, and, and we, you know, we have known each other since middle school and we live very, have lived very similar lives growing up in the sense that we both have five brothers. We're both the only girl. We're from Kentucky. We're the second oldest. Our siblings are, we're all almost identically light up, <laughs> lined up. Um, even personalities. It's, it's, it's just been really funny to see all these similarities. We're only two months apart in age. Yeah. Is, <laughs> and just so many things. People have even said that we look alike. People are like, um, when we go all places together, they're like, are you guys sisters? I'm like, which yes. I take as a total compliment. <laughs> such a compliment to me as well. I'm like, oh, wow, I will take that. Yes, absolutely. And um, so while you didn't get a husband, we absolutely had this rebirth of sisterhood yes. and it has been the greatest blessing to me in my life. It's such a joy for someone that you just connect with on so many different levels. I just feel like we get each other. We can finish each other's sentences. Mm -hmm. And Maria is such a giver. I mean, your, your heart is just, has just blessed me and my family so much. Mm -hmm. So I can't thank you enough for that. I'm going to cry on the first episode. <laughs> well, you're the same way. I was like, this girl just loves on everybody. And then, I mean, my kids are obsessed and they just, um, it just really has been the biggest blessing and gift. And we know that the Lord ordained it. And that is why, <laughs> I mean, really, I feel like that's why it has been on my heart was just to reunite us. And I know that he has big plans for us together. Mm -hmm. We're all about collaboration. I think so many women are competitive. Mm -hmm. of what's she doing? I, I want to do that better, but we know that together we can impact yes. so many more souls. Yes. And so that really is our goal is to collaborate and, you know, it's a, it's the exponential, the role of exponentials, right? Yes. And it's fun too, because you, you just start to see how much, you know, we have a father who's in the details of our lives, you know, and, and looking back sometimes is where you start to see the fingerprints where you're going, Oh my goodness. I didn't even know that was being orchestrated there. And it's just been amazing to see this whole journey of growth for both of us, because I think we've, there's been so much growth over this last year. Uh, I would say like I've grown more in the past year than the previous 10. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that so many women are just on the hamster wheel of life mm -hmm. and that's not where we want to be. How are you different right now than you were six months right. or a year ago? And most people can say not very. Yeah. And if you don't intentionally hop off the hamster wheel right now and do something about it, you'll be the same place in 10 years. Yeah. Right. We really are meant to live life by design rather than default. And so many are, are just, they're on that treadmill of life. You know, it's just looping around and around. And 
when you do that, gosh, you miss out on so many amazing opportunities and amazing moments. And just, I like to call them gift moments. You know, there's all these incredible gift moments. And if you're just in this, we're just Mm -hmm. going, not really paying attention. You miss those. Mm -hmm. And I just don't believe that we were put here on earth to be on this hamster wheel of default. I just refuse for that to be the narrative of my life. And, and the women that I work with, I really encourage them to get out of that narrative because there's so much more freedom that we were made for. It's so true. And it's, I think so many women that we work with are like, this is all there is to life. They were so excited to, you know, go to college and then find their spouse. And most have gotten married and have kids. And they think, gosh, this is all there is to life. Like I just changed pee diapers and make dinner and this is all there is. And they've really lost their joy. Or how many times do you hear people say, oh, enjoy your marriage to the newlyweds. Like it, it's enjoy the first few years. Cause it's all downhill after there. No, we should never have that attitude. Like life always gets better and we should continue to get better and to grow and realize that we're, you know, we're always trying to get to that next summit, but I think we have to realize we never arrive. And I think so many times we think, gosh, when I make more money, this will be great. Or when I have more time or like in your situation, when I find my spouse, we're not waiting to live. We have to enjoy the moment. And it's so true. We talk about those things, cliche, but we don't know how to put them into practice. And, you know, with what we do and Maria introduced me to the woman's school, which is who we both work for. We are both self-worth strategists and work with women. And it has just been such a gift to be able to walk women back into wholeness and back into seeing their worth. I think that every single woman that we both have worked with would say that it's made them a better wife, a better sister, a better mother. So it really does become a gift, not just to yourself, but we cannot give what we don't do not have. Right. Right. And so we think we can love our kids more than we love ourselves, but it's, it's not possible. Yeah. We're made for generosity, you know, and so many women do want to pour out and so many women want to give, but they're so depleted. They feel like they can't, or, or they are kind of in that mode of like, it's like, okay, when I get here, I'll be happy. Right. When I meet that person, I'll be happy. When I get married, I'll, then I'll be happier. Then I'll start my life. And we miss out on, on just so many beautiful, incredible things we did with my women's ministry. Uh, we took a poll from the single women and said, if you knew that God had someone for you, that you would be meeting in time, what would you be doing with your life right now? And I, it broke my heart. The number of incredible things that women said they would be doing if they knew, but because they didn't know that somehow they felt, well, if I just use this time to just lament that it's not happening and to be upset and to be fixated on it, that that would somehow make it better instead of the recognition that, holy cow, we have, we have a God-given mission and call in the here and now that will mm-hmm. transform us, that would transform the world. And that also creates space and opportunities for meeting people too, you know? And so no matter where we are, it's not that when I get here, I've arrived, we have an obligation and a joy to live right here and right now, those different things that God has put on our heart, those different missions and goals and dreams to explore those now and trusting in the process of life, you know, trust, trusting life as it unfolds um, and setting those, those goals and, and learning how to put flesh to them. And it's so true. And I love how you say that, because if we have that mindset right now, that when I get this and when I get that, when we get there, we're going to continue to have that mindset of when I get this and when I get that. So we have to work on being present in the moment, having gratitude and focusing on all those things while we climb towards our goals, mm-hmm. but enjoying and having gratitude in the process because life really is a journey and yeah. it's not about what you get, but rather about who you become. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's something that we, we really 
have seen and just watering your grass, starting every day with gratitude, it changes everything. Yeah. Your brain, you know, even the, I, I love the neuroscience on it, that literally like your brain can't hold gratitude and some of those other more, I mean, I call them negative emotions, but those, you know, that, that anger, that anxiety, you know, at the same time that one has to, one really kind of cancels out the other. So if we're, if we are practicing gratitude every day, if we're starting that, you literally are priming your brain for a good day. You know, you're priming the rest of your interactions for, for good. It's so true. We, actually, we were just talking about before we started recording this podcast is every day we should wake up and we should say, I will greet this day with love in my heart. Mm-hmm. That's such a great mantra to start with. And the word became flesh. Like it, that is biblical words become incarnate. So when we say, I can't do this, or I won't do this, or it really, we tell ourselves the narrative of our life. And so in order to change that, we have to begin to think about our words, which then goes back to the thoughts that we're thinking. Right. 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 So we're going to talk about all those things, <laughs> um, but is there anything else about us specifically that you think we should tell mm-hmm. everyone starting out? We both love sports. Yeah. Love love dressed up, put on a little lipstick, but we can run with the best of them. We can shoot guns. We can do all the things because we're, right. we're athletes. Both of us are athletes. Um, yeah. So okay. a lot of our conversations were when we're on runs together in different states. <laughs> yeah. Having that speakerphone. I'm sure all my neighbors have heard our conversations. But exactly. Hopefully they've been blessed by it as <laughs> much as I have by your life. So uh, yeah, we're just really excited. We're excited to get to talk with each other and to share with you guys and the things that we've been learning because we're in this with you ladies, you know, we're not, uh, we're not here to preach at you or to act like we've got it all figured out. You know, it's, it's, we're, we're on the journey with you. You know, we are trying um, to walk into wholeness, right? Yes, it is. It is a process and every summit demands a new version of ourselves. And so each, we level up and then we level up some more and then there's new skills and we level up to that next place. As we climb the mountain, our view changes, right? So we have to constantly evaluate and reevaluate, but we are just here to walk with you, to share some stories, hopefully, hopefully bring you a lot of laughs and um, just focus on watering our own grass and becoming the best version of ourselves. So thank you so much for listening today. And we can't wait to talk with you next week on Girl Water Your Grass. Bye. Bye.